0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Double Dutch Rider podcast. I'm your host, Corey Miller. And I think this week we're going to discuss a little bit uh, about uh, what it is being a musician. Uh in the current time period. Um, I think it's uh, an interesting topic, and this is probably going to be part one uh, of several, because I'd like to have some of my friends who are actually um, gigging musicians and have their own bands uh, to kind of get their take on the whole thing. Um, That being said... Um, I, uh, just to give a little background on myself, I have been in uh, bands off and on for roughly the past uh, 20 years. Uh, I've been in original bands, I've been in cover bands, I've been in all kinds of bands. So I do have a little bit of experience what it's like to be in an original band and the economics of that and uh, being in a cover band as well. So I'm going to talk a little bit about both those things and my perspective on all of that. Now, um, I think uh, when it comes to um, being a musician these days, I I really kind of need to start and talk a little bit about how it's changed over the years. Um, you know, you think back to the early 2000s, uh, even the late 90s. Um, I think most people's idea of, uh, you know, what it's like to be a musician and how musicians make money um, uh, probably has something to do with along the lines of, you know, you go out uh, you write music you play shows you go get a record deal and you know you go on to make millions of dollars from there um uh, for most bands that's typically not the case um you <laughs> there's so many things that can happen in between of all that um and uh, you know as a band, what you do, you do get together and you write music. Um, most bands, most local bands, have to finance their own recording and all that. Um, when you get signed to a label, the label typically does the financing on that. And you also have to pay the label back, uh, in most cases, before you ever make any money off your music um, when you're on a record label. Um Now, things have changed significantly since then for uh, both, you know, bands that are on record labels and uh, independent bands. Um, Just as a point of reference, uh, I was in an original band uh, roughly about 15 years ago. We were a metal band. We uh, self-financed all our own recordings, uh, making of uh, CDs and any kind of merch um, and for most bands, uh, whether they be um, a local, independent, anything like that, uh, I think most people don't realize that bands these days make most of their money uh, from uh, the sale of, of merchandise, be it uh, you know, CDs, uh, vinyl records, Uh, t-shirts, hats, things like that, Um, because uh, believe it or not, uh, there is not a lot of money uh, that gets made through uh, the streaming services that are most prevalent these days. Um, Just as a case in point, um, I took the liberty of looking up some information on um, how much uh, Spotify pays out, and this is more for people who are, uh, you know, listeners, fans of bands, uh, to kind of get a, a better sense of, uh, you know, what they, the kind of money that the bands that they enjoy are making, and, you know, what is the best way you could support a band that you enjoy. Uh, so, for Spotify, um, Spotify pays about... Um, cents per 10 streams. So for a 1,000 streams, that's around $4. For 100,000 streams, that's around $400. Now, to to put it in a slightly different context, uh, think about when you would go out and you would buy a single from a band. Typically that would cost uh, roughly around $0.99. So you go out you buy a song for ninety nine cents. So if you had uh, ten people buy that song at ninety nine cents, that is uh, ten dollars. A thousand people go out and buy that song for ninety nine cents. That's a thousand dollars. For a hundred thousand, that's a hundred thousand dollars. So you can see the huge difference it makes. Uh, between streaming music from an artist and also purchasing mu- music from the artist, um, so just so if you're one of those people who really enjoys band, really wants to support that band, the best way you can do that is by going out and actually purchasing their music, um, and that's really how I think the economy on music uh, in general has changed. I while I will occasionally use streaming services like Apple Music or Spotify to preview something, Um, I do actually go out and purchase, uh, you know, vinyl records, Uh, I am a vinyl, a little bit of a vinyl head these days, Um, but, you know, I'll also go out and download their music, uh, purchase it off sites like Bandcamp or Amazon.com, because Amazon does still sell music. So there's there's a lot of different ways uh you can support bands. Again, buying t-shirts and things like that also help. Um so and, and the best thing you can do is just go out and see them play live. That's another uh, that's another way the bands make money is uh by playing shows live. Now, that also depends uh a lot on um you know, how the bands uh, go about getting those shows. Um, that has also changed, but that is also a topic for another podcast. Um, and I, guess I would like to talk to some musicians that do play on a regular basis and, uh, you know, hear about, you know, what kind of money they make, uh, playing live shows. Uh, cause it definitely, uh, varies depending on where you play, who you play with, that kind of thing. So, uh, it all depends. And there's also, um. Uh, sometimes you have to deal with promoters and things like that, but again, that's that's a deeper discussion for another show. Um, but beyond that, I mean, just for me from a personal side, because I do uh, write my own music uh, and, and things like that, um, I've gotten to the point uh, because I don't really pursue music as a career. Uh, it's more of a hobby for me, so there's a lot less pressure for me to make me, make money basically on uh writing music and things like that. So, I tend to just release my music on uh places like Bandcamp, places where I can host host that music for free and offer it for sale. Um it's one of those things I I it, it's not important to me whether or not people, um, you know, purchase the music or or anything like that. Um, you know, it's it's appreciated, but it's it's also not a necessity for me. Uh, but that, that, you know, again, that's because I pursue music as a hobby. I know there are some bands out there that pursue it as a career, and so it is very important uh, for those bands that are trying to make music their career for you for you know fans to go out and support them. Um, and promotion is a big aspect of that as well. You know, bands that do it professionally typically will will put a lot of effort into promotion. Uh, I myself personally don't put <laughs> really any effort into promotion, but again, it's a hobby for me. It's not a career. So, and with that, I think we're going to go ahead and uh, close it up for this week. I should be back next week with another podcast. Not sure what the topic's going to be just yet, but we shall see. Again, this is the Double Dutch Rider Podcast.